You're now listening to Sambuanga City Alliance Evangelical Church's podcast. We hope that it will help you with your journey with the Lord Jesus Christ and your relationship with the people around you. God bless you! In 2008, God gave me the privilege to attend classes in Asbury Theological Seminary. It was my first time to be in that school. And during the first week, the faculty and staff gave us a welcome dinner. So we were told that it would be a formal event and we dressed with a formal attire. We were brought to a very nice place. Napakaganda ng ambience ng lugar. We were ushered to our respective tables and when the prayer for the food was given, the servers came in and brought food. And so the food was there. We started eating. Napansin ko na yung aking mga kasamahan hindi man masyado kumakain, lalo na yung mga Amerikano. In my mind, why are they not eating much? It's a very nice food. So I kept on eating until I was full. Busog na ako. Then the servers, after a few minutes, came and took everything away, including my plate. And so I was happy. I said to those who were there, Lugi sila. Ako busog na sila hindi pa. But then, the servers came back and they brought so much food. Napakaraming pagkain. And I said to myself, hindi na ako pwedeng kumain dahil busog na ako. And I was looking around. Sabi ko, bawal man ang magdala ng silofane. Ilalagay ko sana doon sa loob ng cellophane yung pagkain. Because I cannot eat anymore. And after a few minutes, they took everything away and they came back with desserts. And hindi sila ang lugi ako. Because I did not know that there was much more ahead and was waiting to be enjoyed. When we follow Jesus, He carry us through he carries us through and he allows us to experience more and more of himself and of his blessings if you remember four sundays ago we were talking about what can we expect when we live when we depart from a life of sin and we enter into the holy place and in the tabernacle the first thing you experience was You are cleansed from your sins when you pass through the altar of burnt offerings. And there is a basin where you are purified. And when you enter into the holy place, there were three things that we mentioned that you experienced. You have the table of bread and drinks that did not, was not exhausted. The food was always there. You have the light and you have the altar of frankincense. And this, the, these are the things that you and I 
would expect when we come into the holy place where God has reserved things for us. You have food, you have light, and you have healing. That's already very good. But then, there is much more. Because in the tabernacle, you have the outer court, you have the holy place, and you have the most holy place, the holy of holiest. And in that holy of holiest, there are two items. The altar of the Ark of the Covenant and the mercy seat. And according to Hebrews chapter 9, verse 4, inside the Ark of the Covenant, there are three things. First is there is a jar of manna. If you remember that for 40 years, God fed the people of Israel through this manna that came from heaven. So they took a portion of that manna, placed it inside the Ark of the Covenant, and it did not spoil it was never corrupted. How in the world can something not be corrupted for 40 years and beyond? And there is the, the second item is the rod of Aaron that budded. And the third item is the tablet of stones where the Ten Commandments were written. Now, I want us to pay close attention because I want to pick out one item inside the Ark of the Covenant, and this is the rod of iron that budded. Where in the world can you find a piece of wood which is dead, that would bud, that would give life? There's no place in the world that you can find that. If you cut a piece of branch from a tree, that branch is dead. The rod of iron, or the the rod of Aaron was a piece of wood. It was dead. And yet it budded. And I want us to look at this as a very good illustration, a symbol of the blessing that God has reserved for us. Not only in this life, but in the next. Because it is in the Holy of Holies that you experience the ultimate joy and ultimate blessing. And the, the rod of Aaron, which budded, symbolizes something that is dead, that has become alive. This is the resurrection that God has reserved for us, which is explained to us when we open the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 1 to 10. 2 Corinthians verse, chapter 5, verses 1 to 10. For we know... That if the earthly tent we live in is destroyed, we have a building from God, an eternal house in heaven, not built by human hands. Meanwhile, we groan, longing to be clothed instead with our heavenly dwelling, because when we are clothed, we will not be found naked. For while we are in this tent, we groan and are burdened because we do not wish to be unclothed, but to be clothed instead with our heavenly dwelling, so that what is mortal may be swallowed up by life. Now the one who has fashioned us for this very purpose is God, who has given us the Spirit as a deposit, guaranteeing what is to come. Therefore, 
We are always confident and know that as long as we are at home in the body, we are away from the Lord. For we live by faith, not by sight. We are confident, I say, and would prefer to be away from the body and at home with the Lord. So we make it our goal to please Him, whether we are at home in the body or away from it. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, so that each of us may receive what is due us for the things done while in the body, whether good or bad. May God bless us upon the reading of His words. During my previous message, I entitled it, God's Pattern for Life. This message is God's Pattern for Life, Part 2. Because when we enter into the holy place, God prepared everything for us in this life. But then, this life will surely end, whether we like it or not. And so God is reserving something much better beyond the curtain. Because in the tabernacle, the holy place is separated from the most holy place only by a curtain. And in this situation, when we finish our lives in this world, what can we expect in the next? And Apostle Paul made it very clear that our lives in this world are like tents. And if you look at tents, you can see characteristics of tents that you cannot find in concrete buildings. And the first thing that I notice in tents is that tents are temporary. You have a typhoon, people's houses were devastated. You put up tents for temporary dwelling. During the 2013 siege of Sambuanga City, people live in tents for more than two years. Tents are only for temporary purposes. This body, whether you like it or not, is temporary. It is here today, it is gone tomorrow. But it says here that there is a body that is eternal, that is reserved for those who follow Jesus. This body will end. This body will go back to the dust. But there is a body that is eternal. And that should be the focus of our attention. It should not be on the temporal things. It should not be on the temporary things. But if we are honest with ourselves, you'll notice that most people today concentrate on temporal things rather than on the eternal. In fact, many people, even brothers and sisters, they quarrel and they fight against each other, even kill each other because they were quarreling over land, which is temporary. We have not heard people quarreling shooting each other and stabbing each other because they were quarreling about heaven. And sabi ko nga, bakit ba tayo nag-aaway tungkol sa lupa at hindi tayo nag-aaway tungkol sa langit? At sinagot naman ako, Pastor, hindi kasi nabibenta yung langit. Yung lupa pwedeng ibenta. 
People are so focused on things temporary instead of focusing on something eternal. And this body, how many hours do we spend for this body? How many hours do we spend for the eternal body that God has reserved for us? Those of you who are attending Canular Church would always remember that my favorite illustration about this is the cell phone. When the first cell phone appeared about 20 years ago, one unit would cost 90,000 pesos and only the rich and the famous could afford to have them. And if you own them, you are a candidate for a kidnap. Many people died during that time because they were robbed, mugged, the cell phone was taken from them. Many people would do anything to get one. And yet, that cell phone, which was Motorola, I think, at may buntot, eh, hindi mo na nakikita ngayon. Nobody would care about it because the cell phones have developed and they became smaller and smaller, paliit ng paliit, yung mga cell phone. And the names I nahihirapan ako sa mga pangalan ng cellphone. Mga prutas. My cherry, blackberry, wala pa namang banana na cellphone. Pero merong upo. And people are crazy about models of cellphone. Sa totoo lang, bakit ba tayo bumibili ng cellphone na tag 100,000? Eh pwede namang mag-text na 1,000 lang yung halaga ng cellphone. At saka, when you send a message, hindi man nag yung model ng cellphone pag nagpadala ka ng text message. May napansin ba kayo na model pag nakatanggap kayo ng text message? Ang nakikita mo lang sa, sa text, yung sinasabi na, Hoy, bayaran mo na yung utang mo. Yun lang ang nababasa natin. Hindi yung model ng cellphone. And yet people are so engrossed. They focus on temporary things. This is a temporary body. But there is a body that is eternal. And that should be the focus of our attention that the moment this body will die, like the rod of Aaron, it is dead. And yet, it budded. And there is a body that is prepared for us. You know, this is something that scientists are struggling through the centuries. The question, is, the question that they are struggling with is, how can something dead be alive? Chemical engineers have studied the different elements in the universe. They have dissected all the elements into the smallest atom. And the atoms are composed of neutrons, electrons, and protons. And lately, they said these are not the smallest elements of an atom. The smallest elements are the quarks. Ano pa kaya ang madiscover ng mga scientists? But their problem is, how do you form these atoms that they will produce life? You can combine these materials and you can produce an explosion, a huge explosion in Beirut, Lebanon, that devastated half a city, but it did not produce life. It killed more than 100 people and injured 6,000 people, destroyed many homes and buildings. 
it did not create life. It is only in the presence of the most holy God that a dead thing can become alive. And this body which is temporary will have an eternal body when we come before the presence of God. The second thing that we notice about tents is that tents are weak. They are corruptible. That's the reason why when you put up a tent, you use ropes and sticks because a strong wind can easily blow a tent down. If I remember in 2013 that there were several evacuees in Ebenezer and they were given tents. They stayed in tents for several days. But then if you also remember that after the seeds, that there was a strong typhoon. And all their tents were blown away. That's how a tent is. It's very weak. And this body is weak. It is corruptible. But there is a body that is reserved for us. That the moment this body will go back to the dust because it is corruptible, there is an incorruptible body, immortal body that is reserved for us. Today, we are facing a lot of problems. Many people are afraid of the virus. Many people are afraid of many things because this body can be destroyed anytime by anything. But God has promised that there is a body that is incorruptible that is reserved for us. We are thankful for those who are giving their lives, their talents, their resources to find cure for this virus. I don't know if we will ever have a a successful vaccine. For the past 20 years, we in the Philippines struggled against dengue fever. And the government was desperate in looking for a vaccine because thousands died. Last year alone, there were 136,000 people, especially children, who were infected by the dengue virus. At the back of the church, several children there died ages 10, 11, because of dengue. Today, not many hospitals are reporting of dengue virus because there is COVID-19. COVID-19 may disappear, but another form of virus may come. According to historians, pandemics will come every 50 or 100 years. If we can escape COVID-19, something will kill us, definitely. But God's promise is that even if this body will experience corruption, there is a body that is incorruptible that is reserved for us. The third thing that we notice in this passage is that a tent is not honorable. It is temporary. It is corruptible. It is not honorable. When you have a visitor, a high-ranking official, you do not entertain that visitor inside a tent. Nakakahiya. You entertain or you accommodate that visitor in a hotel. Not in a tent. Because a tent is not honorable. You cannot be proud of it. This body is not honorable. Although sometimes when you are young, you think your body is nice and you expose your body 
your parents would tell you, anak, tabunan mo naman ang katawan mo. Aayaw natin ipakita talaga sa mundo. We are so proud of our bodies when we are 20 years old. 30 years old, okay pa. 40 years old. Pero pag mag-50 na, mag-60, mag-70, 20 years old, uh, selfie-selfie, tiktok dito, tiktok doon. Pero pag mag-80 na, ayawan ko, tuktok na lang siguro ang naiwan. We are no longer proud because our body is deteriorating whether you like it or not. You still remember, you who are in Canular Church, that my favorite illustration is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger, when he was 20 years old, hindi magdamit. Have you seen his movies when he was 20 years old? Conan the Barbarian, Commando. Ayaw magdamit dahil Mr. Universe, Mr. Olympia, Mr. World. And he became governor of California. He became very famous, very rich. Two terms, undefeated. And during the time that he was the governor of California, there was a big hotel that was inaugurated. He was the one who cut the ribbon because he was still the governor at the time. And a bronze statue was erected in front of the hotel. Yung nanalo siya ng kanyang bodybuilding contest. Years later, he was no longer the governor of California. He was no longer the good-looking Arnold Schwarzenegger. He came back and he wanted to check in to that hotel. The lady at the desk did not recognize him. Kasi lumipas na ang ilang taon. And he said, I would like to have a room. And the lady looked at him and said, Sir, we have no room. Arnold said, Don't you know me? I am Arnold Schwarzenegger. Do you see that statue outside this hotel? That was me. Tiningnan ng desk attendant yung Statua, guapo, tiningnan siya, pangit. He was not given a room. And so in his disappointment, he went back to his car, pulled out a mat, and he lied down in front of his statue. Because nobody cared for him. He was no longer as good looking as he was 20, 30 years ago. Because this body, whether you like it or not, will deteriorate. And soon, it will go back to the dust. But God has promised that like the rod of Aaron, which is dead, ugly, it budded. And there is a body that is prepared for us, which is honorable and pleasing in the presence of God. But it also says in this passage, that before that happens, the moment we die, we will face the judgment. All of us will face the judgment seat of Christ. So that each one may receive what is due us for the things done while in the body, 
whether good or bad. All people will come before the presence of Jesus Christ, the judge. But I have good news for you. The judge already came. And nowhere in the world is this allowed. That a judge will, will come down from his bench and sit beside the accused and be the advocate of the accused. That's not allowed in any legal jurisprudence. That a judge will step down from his bench and sit beside the accused and be the advocate, the lawyer of the accused. And when the accused was sentenced to death, there is no way in the world that the lawyer will take the place of the accused, the guilty, so that he will be punished for his crimes. Only Jesus Christ did that. So that the moment we face death, the moment this body which is temporary, this body which is corruptible, this body which is not honorable, will go back to the dust. Because of the forgiveness that we receive from Jesus Christ, we will receive a body that is eternal, a body that is incorruptible, and a body that is glorious. Because He took the penalty of our sins. There was a story about a grandmother who adopted her granddaughter because the parents of the granddaughter died when the girl was still small. She took the girl to her house, fed her, gave her clothes, and took care of her until she started going to school. Itong mga lola, pag nag-asikaso ng apo, mas maganda pag-asikaso ng apo kaysa mga anak. And uh, lola cared for her until she started going to school. And when she went to school, hinahatid, sinusundo. But the lola noticed that this girl had a problem. Every time she comes home, puno yung bag. The bag is full. Because she was stealing from her classmates. The grandmother said to the granddaughter, Come, what you are doing is wrong. The next time I catch you stealing, the punishment would be, I will get that big needle, Agoha, the one we use to fix the copra, the sack for copra. Lola said, I will put that big needle in the fire. And when it is red hot, I will pierce your hand with it. And the girl was already crying. La, di na talaga ako uulit. Okay, yun ang usapan natin. That is our condition. When you steal again, you will be punished. And so one week passed by, nothing happened. Another week passed by, nothing happened. But on the third week, the little girl forgot. She started stealing again. And when she came home, her bag was full. The grandmother called her attention and said, What was our agreement? If you steal again, I will put that big needle in the fire and when it is red hot, I will pierce your hand 
the girl started crying. She closed her eyes, knowing that she was guilty and she was supposed to be punished. But it took a while. Medyo matagal man na wala siyang naramdaman na masakit at mainit sa kanyang palad. She opened her eyes. And when she opened her eyes, she saw her grandmother crying. Because instead of piercing the small hand of the little child, the grandmother pierced her own hand. The granddaughter realized that her grandmother took the penalty of her sins, of her crime. She never stole again. Brothers and sisters, it is only possible for us to experience the life in the most holy place because of the sacrifice of Jesus for us. He took the penalty of our sins so that we who are dead, our bodies will die because it is temporary. It is corruptible and not glorious. But He has reserved something far greater than anything we can experience in this world. And that is a body that is eternal, a body that is incorruptible, and a body that is glorious in the presence of God. To God be the glory. You just heard a message from Sambuanga City Alliance Evangelical Church. We hope that it will help you grow with your knowledge and journey with the Lord Jesus Christ. For more updates, follow us on our Facebook page, Instagram, and YouTube. For Facebook, at Sambuanga City Alliance Evangelical Church. For Instagram, at Zikaek PH. For YouTube, at Zikaek Ministries. See you there!